Hey everybody, it's Nate, and it's time for another Bite Size Breakdown. And I'm here with a very special guest, my wife, Megan. Say hello, Megan. Hi my guys. Wife. Hi. So you might be wondering, Nate, why is your wife on a Bite Size with you? Well, one, is my podcast, and well, mine and Josh's, and we get to do what we want to for the most part. Well, there's a game that she and I play together, and there aren't too many of those, but there's a game that she and I play together that she recently beat, and I thought it might just be fun to sort of take a few minutes to to talk about uh, this game that we play together. Uh, it's Castle Crashers, the uh, beat-em-up brawler that's pretty much available on everything. So going back a little bit just to sort of talk about sort of my memories with, with this game, uh, I actually had this uh, at one point in time sort of early on in its life cycle. I used to play it on the 360 with my brother Luke. And then uh, we actually played it a little bit together when we first got married and had a PS3. Uh, and then most recently, we've been playing it together here on the, the PlayStation 4. Uh, but this isn't the first time, this wasn't the first game that we actually tried to play together. Uh, not by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, early on, when we started dating, you had a Wii at, at, at Dennis's, right. your, your, you know, your stepdad's, and you had a Wii. And we tried to play Super Mario Brothers 3, and from what I remember, that did not go well. Do you know, do you remember that at all? I think that you were dying, maybe, and losing your lives, and you were getting frustrated, and the deal was that we would take turns. And because you were getting upset that you kept dying. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't that I kept dying, per se, in the level proper, but it was that whole thing where you could go into the old school Mario Brothers not the the Super Mario Brothers, but the Mario Brothers, where it's that that sort of that level, that Donkey Kong looking kind of level, and we'd go in that, and I try to steal your turn, and I would lose. Right. And, and so we we didn't get very far in that at all. Yeah. I remember being sort of frustrated, but so yeah, that was our first sort of experience with playing games together. I think after that, you know, we we did we did play. Not necessarily co-op, but we did play Rogue Legacy together. We did play Rogue Legacy. Uh, even before that, I would say, and after Super Mario Brothers 3, we did bust out my Super Nintendo. And we and played play some of that. We played NBA Jam, which yeah. you spanked me on thoroughly. And then we played some Street Fighter, yeah, which, which you, you, you got <laughs> annihilated. Um, but uh, since we've been married, you know, we did play some Rogue Legacy together. We also tried and failed at playing games together. Yeah, there have been a few games. Uh, namely, I'm thinking of uh, chief among those is Overcooked. Overcooked um, is at the top. Yeah, yes. uh, that's it's it's a game where I'd say because of just sort of like my obsessive, competitive nature and and some of that stuff, uh, it causes a lot of friction because you and I, I think come at it from two fundamentally different sort of perspectives here right i'm just playing to play like i'm just playing to have fun and have a good time i i typically do not get frustrated when i'm playing video games and whereas i you know sort of i wanted to come in i wanted three stars in every kitchen (laughs) i wanted like you know the the perfect run I, i think the other thing that in overcooked to sort of be noted is that where I was very much just trying to get orders out, like whatever sort of was at the front, you were trying to prep for 
the next six or like three or three four or, or five, I was you know, like whatever. Three or four orders ahead. So you were looking a little bit ahead. I was just worried about the the stuff sort of right in front of us that needed to go out. And because of that, there was just a lot of, well, we weren't communicating well and sort of, we were tr- trying to play the game in two different ways. And it just, it, it actually got to the point where you won't play that with me anymore. So if I ever want to beat mean, it. I'm not taking it off the table, but. For the foreseeable future, yes, I'm not gonna play it with you. Okay, that's I mean, and that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, but we've also tried to we we've, we've done some head to head Tetris. Uh, you like Tetris, I like Tetris. I love Tetris. And it's one of my favorite games. We we actually one of the versions of Tetris that we have on the PlayStation. You can actually do sort of like a competitive head to head sort of mm-hmm. mode, and. Uh, that doesn't always work out well either, especially when. Uh, and again, this is mostly me, so there is a pattern here. Uh, I'm probably a sore loser, but when I start to lose, and I start to not get the drops that I want as far as um, the blocks go, I get really frustrated. I get really tense, and I, I, I actually, I think the last time we tried to play. There are like four games that you just beat me, four or five games in a row that I, you just beat me soundly. And I just kept getting quieter and like, just being like, again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, that was it. Again, again, because I'm, uh, I'm just better than you at that game. So. Uh, it's, it's questionable. I, I think that the RNG worked in your favor and you just got better drops, but right. that's, right. that's not, that's not the, the point. Um. Well, the point is, is that um, I beat you with that game. All right. Uh, okay. m- maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the most I'm willing to sort of concede here. So, uh, but, so I, like I said, I played this game. I had this game for a number of years. You know, played it with, with my brother Luke. Um, you know, played it with you a little bit. But I had actually never beaten it until recently, until a friend of the show, Micah Hendrick, and I actually hopped online and played it together a little bit. Um, but you actually beat it on your own. Right. I don't have many games that I get um, fully committed to. Um, I'm not a huge gamer. I like to play video games. Um, but Castle Crashers is just one of those games that I can sit down and play for a few hours you know, at a time. And when I started that game, it was my goal to start it and finish it on my own. And I did. Cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, now what... what character did you use to beat the game oh i used the um to beat the game i used the green guy the poison gas guy right he's a, he's a personal fa- I, I actually like most of the characters we have now we have like the super duper complete edition so we have a bunch of like the hidden characters like we've got the pink knight we've got the the blacksmith we've got the um, alien, the, the- well the alien you know there are characters one of the things that you can actually do when you go through this game and you beat the game is you unlock new characters. Right. Now, because Mike and, cause when Mike and I played, we actually played on my green guy. And so we already unlocked the character for that. But if you beat it on... And I think you can actually unlock characters through the arenas, too. There's those, those weird arenas, which are sort of like a horde mode. I've when played you do them. those, yeah, a couple of times. I think if you beat those, that, that you can unlock some characters okay. that way, too. Because um, you have... Uh, characters unlocked on yours that I don't have unlocked on mine. The one that in particular that you're probably thinking about is the the Battle Block Theater guy. Right, um, the, the, like the white block. Yeah, guy. that's he's from Battle Block Theater. Okay. Uh, and he actually shoots his tears for one of those, like because right, he's constantly yeah. crying, so he shoots his tears, and then he calls in this weird thing that drops 
money bags or something. Something, yeah. I've only I've played with him when we play with Cademan. I've played with him a few times, but he's not leveled up really. So. But uh, which one, like, so out of all the ones that we have unlocked, and you, it's the green guy. You you played the most with the green guy. I've played the most with the green guy, and second would be the um, the blacksmith with the antlers. Right. Okay. I like him too. Uh, the some of the like right now, uh, I actually have a an ice knight that I've been playing through. Which the ice knight, in, in some ways, he's easy, but he's also really difficult because his uh his magic doesn't like when when you up everybody else's magic their range gets further like it does more damage but his doesn't really his range never really changes a whole lot no but the, don't the icicles get bigger when you up the, the icic icicles get bigger or something like that but yeah. it, his his magic works a little bit different than everybody else's um but so that's that's who i've been playing with lately uh, the red guy, the lightning guy is always a good time. I mean, all the knights are, are fun for the most part. But if you're looking for like a, a, a more technical, uh, I think I think the, the blue knight, the ice knight, is probably one of my favorites. Just because he he does, in some ways, he's he's a little more challenging than some of the other knights. It's not that, but like, I like the green knight. I played, you know, I played with the green knight a lot. Uh, he does that damage over time, sort of shoots the poison gas. And yeah, that's fun. Um but so we also have taken this we we've shared this with our nephew well right our, our nephew through my side cademan who uh he's like 10 now 10 or 11. Uh, he's uh, he is obviously into Fortnite and things i tried to get him into some other stuff uh and and he plays a little bit with his dad well did play his dad's actually deployed right now uh but his dad's in the army, and uh, his dad's deployed. So we we tried to sort of make some, and that's that's been mostly you. I've played with him like once, but you've played with him a couple of times. Like, yeah, we're looking for ways that we can connect with him. Um, he lives in New York, so we don't get to see him very often. And um, I can play Fortnite, but I can't keep up with some of those kids. So um, it's just not a game that I can play um, consistently with him. So Nate and I were looking for something else, and. We actually ended up buying Castle Crashers for him for Christmas. And um, we've been on there a few times with him playing. And it's a game that we can both kind of relate to. We can have fun. Some of those levels are really funny. Um, we can talk about leveling up your character and all the different magics and stuff that they have. And is magics a word? Magic. What's that? I said magics. Yeah, magics. Uh, I guess is like there's. I'm sure that it's a flying, a flying, a fine plurality. Uh, but you know, and the reason he even knows about the game is because we took our our PlayStation out to, right, to yeah. my mom and dad's uh, for that Thanksgiving Christmas thing that we did, and uh, he he played it downstairs and he really got into it. And so, yeah, we bought it. We ended up buying it for him. So that's that's another thing. And and like I said, as I mentioned earlier, I've actually beating the game with you know with the help of micah and we did that all online so it's just it has been like a good game for that it, it is a very sort of casual game in a lot of ways which i think sort of you know circling back around does make it a lot easier for us to sit down and play it together one of the things that's nice about this game is that the level design as a general rule is pretty bite-sized it's pretty digestible uh you know whereas you don't have to put in 20 minutes on a level most of the time to get through it. It's like each level can sort of be beat in like 15 to 20, you know, that, that 10 to 15 mark rather. And uh, 
even when you die, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of the levels tend to be sort of really not that big of a pain. There's there's a couple, uh, namely, I'm thinking one of the ones that is easily, in, in my opinion, the most frustrating is the one on the river. Um, just simply, and that's simply tied to the fact that like, if you're not on sort of one of the little floating platforms that come through, uh, it, it, controlling the game and fighting and surviving is exponentially harder. Even before the cat boss, I mean, yeah. when you're fighting those fish in the river, if you're not on something, it's it's harder. Yeah, and, and it just it takes what's already sort of a fairly difficult level because it, it does do that sort of scrolling thing where it's the level's constantly moving. Uh, right. and, and that boss is sort of like, and again, none of it's so hard that it's, this is not a super technical game, but it, it that does make that boss fight uh, a little bit harder. I think one of the other ones that I found that I find to be frustrating is uh, the one with where you first encounter like the the polar bear dudes and like the tornado bears. Yep, the tornado bears and that those level like that initial level. I remember just that that first like mini boss fight or whatever it was, and you just because he's got the ram, he's actually got a little buddy, and he's got the ram, and it just keeps knocking you down, and then you get he spams the tornado thing or they do their little whirlwind thing. If you're and, not leveled up at a certain point, when you start that one, you do have to come back to that a couple of times, I think. Well, and that's the, the leveling in this game is pretty good. It, it does sort of like, it is fairly, it's like the leveling loop. You do have to a little bit, uh, do a little bit of what we call grinding level mm -hmm. grinding, where you have to just sort of go through levels a few times, right? Level um, up and then, Get more gold right. uh there's a bunch of different weapons you can unlock and find some of them are random drops some of them are found in chests so there's a, a lot of uh replayability here too there's just like there's a lot of stuff like even after you beat the game uh there's a lot of stuff that you can sort of unlock and, right. and feel through i actually think one of the hardest levels for me like playing it as a single player was um in the desert part where you had to play volleyball Oh, the wall. <laughs> Depending on what character you had and like what magic they had, it's really hard to be one person on the other side of that court. I mean, scoring to 10, I think you have to get to 10 on yeah. your own to beat it. And I played that several times. That was hard. When Mike and I did that, we didn't have too many problems, but there were two of us. Right. Doing that, doing that one, like with one player is really difficult. Like the minute you throw somebody else in, it, it sort it's of. It's easier. It's, yeah, significantly. Well, I played easier. that level with you. And we got through it really easily. Yeah, yeah. I think like yeah. At one point in time, I did just sort of hop in. We played that, and then I hopped back off or whatever. But I mean, I did beat it on my own. But it was it took me a few tries. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely a tough one. So, uh, you know, like I said, there's 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 a lot of stuff here. But actually, beating the game, that end game sort of phase is pretty interesting. There's like four or five bosses. There's the big crystal thing that you have to break, and then you actually fight the wizard. And hit on his little crystal. I think the thing. wizard is the fourth um, boss. Yeah, I. Uh, it's the, the painter dude, the other guy with the coffin. No, the cyclops. Yeah. Um, the undead cyclops. And then or whatever. it's the room where he summons all the people, the, the other characters up. Yeah, and then the, and the then wizard. The wizard. The evil wizard right. is is the fourth and final boss. Uh, that you know those those fights aren't too bad. Uh, in my opinion, the painter one is 
is actually he's really good for farming for money because mm-hmm. he drops that big chest and yeah yeah he's he's not bad and neither is the coffin one it's just like the a undead bit more, cyclops it's a little bit more time consuming yeah because you have to like run away from that little character that comes out I don't. It's been a while since I don't remember that. Um, but uh, the I think the hardest one, even including the very last boss that you beat, the wizard or whatever. Uh, I think the hardest one was that third one in the room where he summons the all the necromancer. other. Yes, that was very hard to beat uh, as a single I, player. I think the part that made it that that difficult, in my opinion, was when he would su- summon the heavies. Mm-hmm. Like because they're just they're like they're hard to beat. they're just a hard to beat enemy. Period. But then you throw uh, some additional stuff on there. I, I think that you would be hard pressed to beat that level if you didn't have the ability to jump and do your magic. Yeah, well, and it, it, and I think it depends on the magic too. I mean, yeah. it really does. Like the lightning, um, the lightning guy on that level actually cleans up because the lightning chains into other enemies. Right. So the the more magic you have, and you can just you can just wipe out all the trash mobs, and by the time the heavies get to you. You know, especially if you've got a decent weapon equipped, you know, you can chew through. But this is definitely a game that you can play over and over. I, I think, like, I, I just, you know, there are a ton of unlockables. Uh, you can unlock a ton of different characters. Uh, I was looking at a list at one point in time because I was just, like, my thing was, like, I wanted to know what the best character was to, just as far as, you know, technical ability or whatever. Uh, because that's just kind of the special, unique blend of nerd that I am. Uh, but there's there's dozens of characters in this game that to unlock, uh, and then there's there's tons of weapons too. Uh, you know, I got pretty lucky, and uh, there's a weapon that the wizard, not the necromancer, or maybe it is the necromancer, but one of the two drops. And it's like the second most powerful sword in the game. So that that now whenever I do play. As, as, as soon as, <laughs> as soon as my characters because some of the levels are sort of tied or restricted by uh level but as soon as i i put that on so i can just sort of run roughshod over everything i do enjoy that it's a game that you can just go back and and play over and over again um different players different abilities um you know playing it with cademan uh, playing it with you. I mean, you could have somebody over and you guys can hop on that game and that person could know nothing about that game and still be able to play and contribute and have a good time. So yeah, I just enjoy that you can play it over and over again. It is very pick up and play. It's usually, I, I haven't talked about this like sort of before, but I try to give a game a, a bit of a rating when I talk about it, as in a hard pass or a soft pass is something that I think hard pass you shouldn't play soft pass and well hard passes definitely don't play soft passes like yeah i'm not sure it's worth your time uh should play is is sort of well the name implies should play versus and then must play uh if you had to sort of between those four criteria if you had to sort of like throw the like rate castle crashers uh where would you sort of slot this um i don't know i'm kind it's hard for me to say because like i said i don't play a lot of games i like um playing game video games but i don't play a lot so for me um if you're in that category i would rate it as a must play because i think everybody is looking even people who play video games a lot looking for something that they can just pick up and play every once in a while play with somebody else um so i would rate it as a must play 
All right. Uh, it, for me, it's it probably more in the should play category. But again, so uh, now that we've sort of, you know, come here, uh, we've we've sort of gone through, we've said the things, we've done the things. Uh, Josh has a little stinger that he plays at the end. Um, but I just want to say, you know, thanks for hopping on the mics with me here, Boo. That's and right. uh, thanks for, uh, you know, putting up with me. Uh, and I'm glad uh, I'm glad that we found something that we can play together from time to time. Yeah, I enjoyed playing it with you. Yeah. All right, gang. Well, until next time, you, uh, you know, do the things. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.